I'm Ben Strivens. He's John O'Scott. Hi. And together we, we watched anything. We trawl the depths of Netflix to find three films of the same genre. Of the same genre. And watch them so you don't have to. I take one, he takes one, and there's one we both watch. So you'll know what's a surprise hit and what's totally good. Whatever time it is, wherever you are, people, what do Oscar Wilde, Albert Camus, Fatty Arbuckle, John F. Kennedy, sadly Philip Seymour Hoffman, and Aileen Wernos not have in common with this podcast? Don't know. None of them made it to 47. <laughs> they all stopped at 46. Oh, I know. I've 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 read quite a lot about Fatty Arbuckle. Oh, and Timothy Treadwell from uh, Grizzly oh. Man. Oh, that is bad. Yeah. Sad. Mm. I've read quite a lot about Fatty Arbuckle. It's quite a disturbing, sad little story. Um, well, oh, sorry, actually, yeah. the age of forty-six is it gets even more auspicious. H.P. Lovecraft, George Orwell. Why is Fatty Arbuckle sad? Oh, it's it's just quite dis. I, I I recommend you go and look it up. Yeah, um, just, okay. Just because basically he was, um, well, he he was as popular as Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, you know he really was a huge star, and then basically, as far as I remember, got involved. Well, didn't he do a bad? Potentially did he do a murdered bad someone. Yes, that was it. Potentially yes. murdered someone. I knew yeah. he'd done a bad thing. Yeah, and um, what the truth of what actually went down um, is not known. Mm. But is what is is widely suspected, and I think I'm right in saying that he basically got off, but the rest of his career was yeah he he never he never became popular again. A bit OJ, but um, a bit what? Sorry, a bit OJ Simpson. He got off, didn't he? Uh, yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. very much so. Yeah, very OJ. Lost yeah. the civil suit, but uh, yeah, yeah, the criminal charge got got uh not guilty. Hmm. I've, mm. I've had not heard of him. No, little known man. Little known man. It was so weird, though. It was so weird, for particular for UK people of our generation, because very specifically, UK people of our generation, OJ Simpson was Is the naked I, I gun. I didn't know him as a sports person. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, was yeah the absolutely. Naked gun and the dude in in Towering Inferno who rescues yeah. the cat. You know. So when I found out he was a sports star, I was like, Oh, right. Oh, he did that too. <laughs> wow, he, he was busy. <laughs> I really recommend actually I'm sure people have already watched it but the um the documentary about him is like it's seven parts or something it's enormously mm. long yeah, the yeah, first yeah. parts the first couple of episodes that really focus on his sporting stuff is really interesting oh, I've never watched really it I'll really watch my, I remember my mother obsessively watching the trial oh really yeah she got okay. really into it with her sister I think yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay so, so what's our subject this month well our subject I this mean, month this episode this episode this whatever it is <laughs> Um, sounds a bit like we're lost in the w- woods. Uh, oh, you rat voles! Yes, yeah. The, lo- <laughs> the whole it was it was a nice sort of loose kind of thing, lost in the woods, which sort of gave quite a lot of interpretation. I really, um, unfortunately, saw a brilliant Lost in the Woods movie that's also no longer on Netflix, so that didn't even make it in there, no. which is really irritating. But I'll I'll still promote it later. Oh, that is irritating. Oh, good, good. Yeah, no, I I I just. I, I like a Lost in the Woods film, and the thing that the, the thing that drew me to the subject was was because it doesn't necessarily have to be horror. 
No, no, you know, not Lost at all. in the Woods can be, you know, Hansel and Gretel, classic Lost in the Woods story. Yeah. And, and quite horrifying, Although, I suppose. But do you know what I mean? Okay, so, so my daughter likes, loves, loves Hansel and Gretel as a story. And like, mm. it's the worst, 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 worst <laughs> thing a father has ever done in a story. <laughs> His new wife just goes, all of your kids, can you go and leave them in the forest? And he goes, yeah, okay, but all right. Yeah. And then like, this whole I, thing about like the first time they find their way back, he goes, oh, brilliant, you found your way back. So you actually like them and you still maroon them in the forest because your new wife told you <laughs> yeah. to. You are the worst human being ever. I know, he's not nice. And as well, um, I've actually got a ladybird, uh, you know, audio book of all the classic mm. fairy tales that I listened with my daughter in the car when she was a lot younger, when she was like between three and five kind of thing. And they're all really, you know, child friendly. Yeah. Apart from the Hansel and Gretel one, where there's a bit when the witch is put in the oven and it's had this really blood curdling kind of awful <laughs> scream straight out of Evil Dead. It's really That's funny. Awesome. It used to like send shivers down my spine. Like yeah. Anyway, good, great. Good. Hansel so, and Gretel. Yeah. So I just, I, I, it felt like there's, we didn't need to just stick to horror. So no. I'm really glad we we re- we really put the boat out and 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 hardly did any horror this time. I watched two horror movies. So did I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I mean, the movie I was going to talk about, which uh, I was going to recommend later, I'm going to do it now. Just if you have not seen the Hunt for the Wilder People. Which is about uh, yeah. Sam Neill and um, his foster kid lost in the woods. And it is directed by Taika Waikiki, who did Thor Ragnarok and What We Do in the Shadows and all that wonderfulness. Um, you ha- have just missed out on one of the biggest gems of this decade of cinema because it's marvellous and wonderful and funny and heartwarming and beautiful and brilliant. And that is, is about this your recommendation? This is my other recommendation. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't keep it in. Just, uh, we can talk about it later, but whatever you do, watch The Hunt for the World of People because you will thank yourself for putting it in your eyes. And hopefully me. <laughs> Us. This podcast. Good recommendation, dude. I'm going to save my recommendation till the end of the podcast. Yeah, you do that. I thought I'd just get it in at the beginning. So what... Yeah, good idea. Talking about what we... Yeah, we didn't watch that. We did watch a couple of horror movies each. Jono, as is traditional, would you like to kick this off? I would. I watched... Caliber. It's um, a 2018 British thriller, um, horror horror thriller. I mean, it's 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 definitely it skirts that line between horror and thrills. Yeah, <laughs> horror and thrills. Horror thrills. Weird. Thrills. <laughs> anyway, it's um, it came out in 2018, mm. and it's directed by Matt Palmer, who I, I I didn't really know him. I've looked at his list, and I've not seen any of his other films, but he's Great. fairly early on in his career. Anyway, it's the the basic plot is that um, a businessman, um, a sort of quite aggressive, cocky businessman, you know, kind yeah. of cocaine taking type, um, takes ah. his uh, boarding his boarding school buddy um, Vaughn, who's a bit more, a bit more of a sort of well, less of an alpha male, I suppose. Uh-huh. And you say um, he's called Fawn. Vaughn. Oh, Vaughn. I was going to say because Fawn <laughs> would rather, you know belie a certain character type <laughs> hello yeah, i'm he fawn his, his small half goatee <laughs> fictional character oh dude no, F- so, fawns are so, real oh i thought oh, wait, 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 what's, oh yeah i was thinking of mr tum what's mr tumness what's mr tumness um he's a something or other but isn't a fawn just a baby deer oh yeah what's mr tumness though jeez <laughs> I'm getting all in a muddle. I'm going to have to look up Mr. Tumnus. Look, let's let's not get distracted by Mr. Tumnus. Can I go back to my film? 
yes. Uh, You're he, looking up fawns. I'm you? looking up Mr. Tumnus. I looked up fawns initially to make sure I didn't sound stupid, and it's true. <laughs> I hate that feeling. Um, I, I think he's probably a half fawn, half other thing. Oh okay. no! Yes, yeah. his race is fawn in the Narnia sort of like thing, but he's yeah. And Fawns. he's a fictional being. Yes, but it's, so it's spelled why. differently to the fawn that is not a fictional being, but is in every way a baby deer. Yeah, well, because you didn't because you didn't spell fawn when you said it, I assumed you meant the fictional fawn. Fine. And so assumed we were talking Mr. Tumnus. Lordy. Anyway, where was I? So, an aggressive, um, cocky Scottish dude called Marcus is taking his old boarding school mate, Vaughan. Not Fawn. Not Fawn. <laughs> or Thorn, um, <laughs> who's who, who's married? No, he's he's not actually married. He's he's engaged, but he's and his his fiance is newly pregnant, mm. and they're going on a hunting trip, a remote hunting trip in the Scottish Highlands. Um, Thorn's never been hunting, uh, and it's just yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a big night out, and um, <laughs> sorry that was weird. And basically, they they travel up to um, the Scottish Highlands, and they go to this really remote village, and they spend a night at the pub where they meet this charismatic local called Logan. Okay. Um, and they have a night in the pub. They drink too much in the night. There's um, Vaughn, the one who has a fiance, yeah. nearly gets off with a woman who, who, who a local um, and Mark, but basically it turns into a really big bingy sort of night. Can you hear my dog? Barking? Yes, I can. It's cool. <laughs> Sorry, um, he he, do, he doesn't like this film. Um, and anyway, next morning they're hungover, okay, and they go on their hunting excursion. Yeah, and they go into a sort of reserve, and um, there's there's sort of tension between the two because there's been sort of cocaine use on the half of Marcus, and Vaughn doesn't like this, and blah blah blah. Okay, and then there's a technical thing where he can't use Vaughn can't use the rifle. That he was going to use because he's forgotten the ammunition. Marcus lets him borrow one of his, and then he takes a shot of a doe. Yeah, he takes a shot at a doe. You see this. this that actually is a, a real creature, also. Yeah, not a fawn. Yes, he takes a shot at Mister Tumnus. No, he takes he he's taking a shot at the head of a doe. Right. The doe turns away at the last moment, and Vaughn accidentally kills a young boy. Right. Who is who is obviously unseen behind the deer? Fine. Um, that sounds likely. Yeah. Then the boy's um, the boy's father is nearby. Is it's a quite a harrowing scene. He turns the gun on Vaughn, obviously, but then Marcus, the cockier one, shoots, shoots him. Okay, fine. So they kill a and they kill a family essentially, or father and yeah, son. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's that's the beginning of you know. Of the plot, yeah, um, and so it's not like right. Okay, so first thing to say in terms of our theme, Lost in the Woods, this definitely qualifies. It's got that feeling. It's a very woody film, <laughs> but it's not Lost in the Woods in the same way that um, you know, uh, um, oh, for God's sake, the Witch one, uh, the Blair Witch Project is okay. Lost in the Woods. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. They're, they're not. They're never. They, they kind of know roughly where they are most of the time. Sure. But they're still in the woods, in very much in the thick of all this badness. Because the point is, they don't do what they should do, as you guess. They don't go to the police and say, we accidentally shot this person, and then we shot this person in self-defence or whatever. They try and... It's quite hard to justify shooting it. the second person, I imagine, though. 
Yeah, well, exactly, exactly. Well, self defense, but yeah. yes, exactly. But they, they, they go back to the, um, the community, and basically try and act as if they've had a normal, you know, hunting trip. And yeah. you know, they try, nothing they to try see and here. bluff it out. Basically, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nothing to see here. Anyway, that is far as as far as I'm going to go in terms of plot. Okay. Um, because that's the setup, and I really don't want to say any more because. While I would not say this is the best film ever by any means, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Oh, that's I really good. Did. Oh, because I, I, I saw that. You know, we were talking about what titles, and I thought they looked like it might be really quite good. Yeah, no, it's just it's well, it's in terms of atmosphere. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's not the kind of film I would necessarily. You you have to be in the right mood for it yep. because it's quite it's it's not got much humour in it. It's not overly po-faced as such, but it's just, it's not a fun, warm, fluffy film. Yeah. It's really cold. And the script is good with, every now and then it goes into slight clunkiness, but I like the script. And the main thing that I liked is that like, there were characters that I believed existed, you know? You know, sometimes you have that feeling of, yes, a character yeah. who seems to be alive and breathing and I believe actually exists. And so I was so pleased about that because sometimes we watch films for this podcast and it's just like there's not a character in sight. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, absolutely. And I thought the bloke who plays Marcus, Martin McCann, is fantastic. And um, the bloke who plays Logan is, oh, sorry, my notes have disappeared, Tony Curran. And he's fantastic. There's Ian Pirry is, is, is part of the sort of McClay. The, basically, the, the, the village clan as it were, is really well realised. It's mm-hmm. like, you know that, you know the bit in um, uh, uh, American Werewolf in London when they yeah. go into the pub? Yes, into you the slaughtered land. It's got something of that, that, cool. that vibe. And it's also got something of um, Eden Lake. Anyway, just the, the, just the, the, the community was really well realised. And it just made, yeah, I just, I just, I really enjoyed it. Oh, cool. And it's got a good taught script. I was kind of surprised because afterwards, you know, I, I looked it up after I'd watched mm. it. And I was quite surprised because it was just averaging like, uh, I think it's like gets six out of 10 or something like that on IMDb. I never and I really, about it afterwards. IMDb ratings are just, uh, but that you gotta, you got to remember that is punters. Do you know what I mean? That is, um, yeah. there's a lot to be said for totally ignoring imdb ratings i've wasted far too much of my life arguing with people on imd <laughs> message boards i've stopped doing that now <laughs> yeah and i think but i think i was thinking about it and i just think there's a i think it's possibly just because it seems like quite a few other films there have been other yeah. films like this um but i just thought yes it reminds me of a whole load of other films in terms of atmosphere and plot but it's just a really well done taught yeah. Thriller that doesn't outstay its welcome. It's about an hour and forty minutes, I think. That's cool. And I, I just, I just really recommend it if you're in the mood <laughs> for this that kind sounds... of film. And obviously, the the actual scene where he does um, accidentally kill a boy, I thought was really well done because it's sort of not horribly gratuitous, but it is at the same time kind of shocking. I'm not yeah. giving away anything here because it's in the trailer that that happens, and it's you know, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. So in the world, you know, in our rating system of A, you know, top of the tree, E, bottom of the pile, um, this sounds to me like it is a C plus, maybe, or yeah, 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 yeah. I I almost went into B minus, and you know, I think it's C plus B minus C area. Mm-hmm. It's I I suppose the reason I probably would stick with C plus is just because I can't see myself watching this again and again. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. But I just do think you know, it's just a really good taught. Paranoid induce, paranoia inducing thriller 
um, which is right up there with films of this type. That sounds like a solid recommendation. Have, did you ever see Stag? Yeah. It was a BBC drama. But it was yes, sort of comedy I did. drama. I, didn't... I really liked it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it, it's got something in common with that. I liked and disliked that. I, mm. I, I thought it was good. It kept you guessing. and I. But it's a bit more comedy, Stag, than this sounds. Yeah, yeah. It, but it definitely has something in common with that. And that's, mm. that's definitely lost in the woods, isn't it? Yeah. And um, another one I was going to recommend or mention was, did you see that Irish... Um, film which starts i've forgotten it's got a really bland name like fear or something and it starts with a couple who are on their way to a festival and it starts and they've just had an argument in a pub and they're in ireland and they have you seen it no oh god i've got to, i'm gonna to have to remember the title that might be my recommend actually i'm gonna find out the title and i'll recommend it at the end of the podcast do that over to you dude i want to know about your film okay so my film um was also uh, obviously a, a, a sort of, you know, lost in the woods vibe. Um, and once again, yeah, in that sort of like horror thriller kind of vibe, or thr- thriller, thriller, yeah, kind of vibe. <laughs> um, also, interestingly, under the LGBTQ plus banner for Netflix. Oh, was it? Yeah. So, oh. but that that isn't really, doesn't really have any bearing on the story. It just happens that the two protagonists oh. are um, married women. You know, married to each other, not married to other people. Right. But um, essentially, yeah. it's their one-year anniversary, and they turn up. We, we sort of plonk straight down. They turn up at this sort of big old cabin on a lake, and it's beautiful. Yeah. It's um, one of the girls' is, uh, granddad's place, I think she said, and it's just sort of like a place she used to come to when she was younger with her family. And it's just it's this awesomely huge big thing and it's got antlers on the wall and stuff and it's just this yeah just imagine the coolest log cabin you can like big log cabin house you can think of on a lake it's great um and they turn up and they're you know they're very kind of in love it's their one year anniversary there's a you know a bit of smooching and a bit of cuddling they're excited and a bit of um running around the house going way and then sort of loads of running around um the uh the, the grounds and then late at night this car turns up and a mysterious figure gets out and you think, oh, and the mysterious figure turns out to be one of the the person, you know, the girl, things, childhood friends. You go, oh, okay, fine. And she's quite nice. <laughs> and then you meet her. But um, as the, as the, as the movie unfolds, the wife of the um, lady who's, who owns the, the cabin yeah, goes just she she rows over the lake. She finds a boat. She rows out. She rows over the lake. She rows out there to see the. She well, she bumps into the childhood friend. At her right. house and her husband. They're both a bit drunky, and um, they've got an even more. Un- they've got a very modern kind of lake house, which is utterly to die for. And she's looking at a picture, and she says, "Oh, you know, who's this? This is you two and this other girl." And she's like, "Oh, didn't she tell you about her?" And it turns out that this other girl had died in the lake. And oh. um, it was, you know, they were three best mates at childhood kind of thing. And one of them died in the lake. And they arranged to see each other again. Um, and then things sort of start to rapidly unravel. I'm really in two minds. I'm really in two right. minds whether I tell you any more. And I don't think I'm going to because I was really, I had, I didn't know any more. And I had a real like, oh moment when i watched it and i wouldn't want to spoil that oh moment for anyone and and then i watched it with my wife and um because i made her watch it and she had the same oh 
moment. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, did I say it's called What Keeps You Alive? I can't remember if I said this or not. The title is What well, this, Keeps I, You Alive. I must admit, I was my film, by the way, everyone was called Caliber. I'm not sure. You I did said mention it that. Your but my, film is called What Keeps You Alive. So, and that okay. is that sort of stems from, interestingly enough, like the the, the woman who owns the thing the house she's like you know because they, they did a bit of shooting as well because it's quite hunty and she right. says you know that but her grandfather taught her sort of only to kill what keeps you alive so you kill like a bear that's coming at you or you kill things that for food but you know it's not a sport hunting kind of vibe um yeah okay i get it but then there is also the sort of double meaning as you'll guess from this of like how you stay alive and what what you what lengths you go to to kind of like to 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 keep on living because it does descend into a bit of a tricky time it's not supernatural it's very much person based there's no sort of jason body coming out of the lake kind of thing no but um that's that's all i can tell you about the plot and what happens like i've got i've got to leave it there i think wow i really for the most part, really enjoyed this. For me, it's a solid C. It's not the greatest movie you ever see. There are definitely some problems with it. Problems I can't really okay. discuss because I can't tell you too much. But there's one. Uh, but, but do you mean as in so so their plot? Related yeah, there's your the little plot related problems. But there is also some really nice plot stuff. Some stuff oh, I haven't oh. really seen before, where they've taken oh. some very uncomfortable situations and. And sort of and played it out. It's very much like you know there there. I think you only see four people the whole movie, which I like wow. too. And they sort of and that that works really well. And yeah, the, actually one of the one of the biggest um, one of the biggest recommendations for this is there is an enormous leap of faith you have to make, and you go with it. You know you could pick holes in it and just go no that wouldn't happen don't be ridiculous, but and I saw that and I did think it was ridiculous. And I still went, nah, enjoying this too much to care about it. And I think that's yeah, well, that's I mean, that's, that's always really the, that's that that's the taking the pulse of any film. Yeah, you know, if if you're going with some some plot points that are seem, you know, if if you're going with the artifice of the film, it's because it's working for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so sometimes, and sometimes a film with a completely ridiculous plot device will still win you over. Yeah, um, and that's so what that's anyway, what happens here. It, like, the, the, you know, a lot of this plot thing arch arches on one event and you just go with it i really want to know what this event is ah, to do Tell that you'll have to watch the film which i recommend mm. you do and i recommend any of our listeners do unless you're really scared of woods or yeah. woods. Oh, so, so on, a, on a wood rating oh I would yeah say caliber my film the wood rating i would give it Five out of ten wood rating. Oh, I'm going to go for the quantity of woods in the film. Yeah. Oh well, a lot of this takes place in the woods, and a lot of it takes place. The rest of it takes place okay. in a log cabin, which is you know in and of itself, okay. which is the made woods, of woods, which is made of the woods exactly. Yeah. And there is definitely yeah. several sequences where one of the characters is absolutely lost in the woods. So Ooh. high, okay. you know, wood rating of seven to eight. I'd say on that one. Really? There is some lake so action which stops eight. it being a ten. Yeah. yeah. Well, my one. Yeah. There's definitely like pub, village drives. Yeah. There's non. There's ah. non wood based ah. material. Annoyingly, none of that nonsense. Mm. Just a bit of just a bit of lake. But from the lake, you can see the woods, so it's close enough. It's a lake surrounded by woods. You know, it's still making an effort. So yeah, that's my film. I I, I can't. There's not not much funny. Say it's not a very funny film. Um, but it is a it's a very watchable film, and I think you should. 
What Keeps right. You Alive, 2018. Um, I don't know any of the people involved in it. The director, Colin Minahan, has made some of the things I haven't seen. They're sort of like, you know, low budgety indie movies like this one. Hannah Emily Anderson, one of the stars. Um, she's in she's been in a few things, X-Men Origins, Phoenix or whatever, X-Men Phoenix, I don't know, Phoenix Explodes, or whatever. The last X-Men one that I didn't see. And um and a, and a bunch of other stuff, but as sort of minorish characters. Brittany Allen's the other sort of main actor in it, and she is in she's been in a lot of telly and stuff. She's good though. But the, I mean, the quality of acting I think is good in general. And uh mm. yeah, you know. So two thumbs up from me. Fantastic. Yeah. That's, that's so we've we've actually had two recommends. We have had episode. two recommends. It's pretty amazing. Right. Fantastic. So let's try and uh stop that run. No, I'm I'm not giving anything away. The third movie we both watched is called Jono. It's not called the Jono. The Ritual. The Ritual. Yeah. Is it The Ritual or just Ritual? I believe it's The Ritual, but I could be wrong. Yeah. I've been known to be wrong a lot. IMDb says it's yeah. IMDb says it's The Ritual. Yeah, no, it is. Yes. Um, and it's from 2017. Um, yeah, uh-huh. And it's a film starring, I suppose the main star is Rafe Spall. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, Rafe, Rafe Spall, yeah. Yeah, Rafe Spall, who I like very much indeed. I like very um, much indeed. I mean, he's a, you know, he's a quality actor, son of a quality actor, and he's in some great uh, Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright films. Well, he's just, he's just, there's something about him. He's, he's I very likeable. He's like one of those actors, he's got a very hard to define quality. Mm-hmm. It just means your eyes drawn to him. Like, I think in in Hot Fuzz, for example, yeah. there's just something hilarious about the way he keeps sniggering in that sort of <laughs> way. Yeah. Um, in, 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 oh, what was it? I was, that film that people didn't seem to like, the alien one, Um, you know, uh, Prometheus. I thought it was great in Prometheus. Oh, I can't even remember that, but I don't like it, so I can't. I, I've, I've kind of yeah, struck no, it from I, my brain. I really, did. I really like Prometheus. Really? Why? Yeah. I just really enjoyed There's it. There's literally I thought it was great. nothing to like about that movie. Sorry. Oh, Ooh, I, this I is the total soundtrack. I, didn't, I, I, just, I hated the first frames of that stupid amorphous like man creature falling down a waterfall. Yeah, all that yeah, nonsense. Well, I just said I liked everything about it. That's not true. There were loads of things I didn't like, really. But yeah. I did enjoy the film. I enjoyed the way loads of it looked. I agree. I didn't, I didn't like that. I thought... It was, that fake mythology thing was just an utter self-indulgent wank yeah but no we're well we're we're gonna have to agree to disagree because yeah, i've watched it quite a few times oh now. god no you couldn't pay me you yeah. could pay i mean me that's me i would much rather he did a whole load of films like that than weirdly making alien again in a slightly different way mm. interesting anywho the ritual the ritual 2017 with rafe spall not setting space and so Arsha ali who is um, in Four Lions, among other things. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, fantastic, yeah. Um, so it's all about... Right, so the film starts mm-hmm. and you meet these, these five sort of university mates. Yes. And they're having, they're having drinks in a pub and they're discussing plans because they're going to go for a... Um, lads weekend away. Yeah, they're sort of hiking trip to Sweden. Well, yeah, but, they, um, but that's not... No, well, they're, 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 they're talking about... T- no, no, I've remembered it. That's yeah. right. One of them is suggesting, why don't we go hiking in Sweden? And all the others go, shut up. That's a terrible idea. Yeah. And, and the bloke playing... who suggested hiking in Sweden um, goes to, to a bot to, to an off license to a shop. Yeah. To to buy a bottle of vodka, isn't it, or something? Yeah. Some they, kind of booze, yeah. Anyway. Basically, race ball is slightly like they they're all growing up a bit. Race ball is kind of the one who is still hanging on to their sort of like studenty past, and he's like, yeah, let's get some vodka, wee, and then the the nice bloke, yeah, 
um, who decided who's the one also suggested the hiking in Sweden. Uh, just you know, sort of does a bit of a friendly, yeah, come on then, I'll go with you, kind of thing, in a sort of you know, yeah, slightly yeah. charity mate kind of way. Yeah, and basically they they interrupt a robbery, and and one of and one of them, the nice one who suggested in hiking in Sweden gets the nice, killed. Yes. Yeah, the, the nice one gets killed, and Rafe Spall's character doesn't you know doesn't doesn't do it is frozen with fear yes doesn't lift a finger to stop him his friend being horribly killed um although to and... be fair i'm just gonna jump this in there because someone makes a bit of a point of it later though there's no way on earth i am jumping in to save anyone if they're being smashed to death with an iron bar wielded by a lunatic no but i think the film i think the film sort of does leave you not disliking him because I think you're yeah, yeah. I, I take your point but I think you're supposed to feel like oh he is being a bit of a cowardly customer oh yeah but there point. are certain situations where I would jump in and I'm sorry just some like career junkie career criminal with a massive iron bar yeah. hell bent on destruction is not one of those ones because there's literally nothing I can do in that situation apart from also die <laughs> well maybe that's what you should do dude yes no no um Anyway, so that's the the opening bit, and the film then moves to Sweden. Yeah, where in a kind of memorial for their passed on friend, they're doing the, the hiking the trail that he, he suggested. Yeah. yeah, and it's some time later, isn't it? I think it's like you know, and it's like it's so, the anniversary of his death. It's a year later, isn't it? I think, or am I wrong? Or is it just a couple yeah, months later? Right. I don't know. I thought it was the anniversary of his death. Oh, maybe it's not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I good, don't think it? it matters, but it's it's no. it's in Serik National Park. I remember I looked up that. Oh, okay, which is well done. And 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 they, <laughs> so they're walking along this trail, and it's. Do you know what it reminds me of? Actually, it reminds me of the descent. Because, like, what's so good about the descent? Oh, it has a similar that, vibe to the um, descent. You're right. Yeah, there are sort of stresses and strains within the the, the characters, and basically, yeah. Rafe Spall is still feeling guilty about. The responsibility feels, but is also not really facing it up to it. It's still a cowardly yeah. custard kind of thing. And the others, you know, there is still some bad blood. The others do sort of blame him. Yes. But anyway, the plot thickens, as it were, when they, they start walking through the woods. Well, one of them, one of, they're sort and... of like their lardy mate um, does his knee. Oh, yeah. yeah and basically they, right, yeah. They, they work out that to, they could walk along this ridgeline, which is the intended plan and that would take two days or whatever mm. or they could cut through the valley through the this wooded section there's the woods and that will yeah. sort of shave a day off so they decide to go off piste as it were into the woods yeah, yeah. and things rapidly start to well not actually rapidly well relatively no, 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 rapidly. first they just start seeing strange things like yes. they kind of they start to get they keep, weird there's, there's a bit when they they they, they, they they're a sort of animal a gutted sort of animal is like hanging from a tree and they get like they they're coming across sort of weird symbols. Yeah, they're very sort you know, of Blair Witchy kind of symbols in sort of a way. Yeah. They're, 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 yeah, they're, yeah. they're runes, I think. Uh, they're sort of runic things carved in, but there's like little you know straw dollies and stuff made in Haven. Yeah, yeah, that kind of nonsense. Yeah, and then and the the things turn up to begin to the horror homodam, horror dam begins to break. Yes. When at night they take shelter in a cabin because it's absolutely um, tipping it down, and they sort of find this yeah. hunter's cabin kind of thing. And they just all go to sleep on the floor, and and then it's oh, and you you see this sort of dream sequence. But yeah, race ball keeps sort of flashing back, and the woods the woods sort of merge with the convenience store or the off license or whatever, and you know it's very much yeah. his dreams, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
And, and, and basically then... And then they all, something happens to each one of them in that cabin, essentially. Yeah, it's just... It's, it's, I thought this film was freaking brilliant. <laughs> I, can't, I can't talk about it any longer without saying that. I thought it was really, really, really good. I, think I it's, really enjoyed it. I think it. it's pretty good. I don't think I love it quite as much as you do. Oh, God. And I I've watched really it a couple of times, it. and it's got better the first... Because I used to be quite disappointed by the ending, and I'm not so disappointed by that now. I still don't think the ending is perfect, but I'm less disappointed by no. it than I was. I th- I know I say this so often, but I kind of don't care about the ending yeah, too much. Yeah, fair enough. Because it's de- I don't I don't feel like it's the best ending, but it didn't make me angry or anything. And I just if a horror film leaves me just kind of it's pretty the creepy, ending, then I'm grateful to it. And I just thought all the build up to the ending, fantastic. Yeah, it's it's pretty creepy. I like that a lot. I think the creepiness is really well done. I think it does bor- borrow quite a bit from Blair Witch in certain bits, but that's fine. It does it well? Definitely. Um, yeah. And I think. I really like that this is going to be a bit of a spoiler, but it's not that much of a spoiler. There is a creature. There is a monster. Mm. And the creature mm. effects are fantastic for what it is, especially. I because I think I say again they do it really sorry, well because it's they keep it low light. They do I think they just do the creature or the monster, whatever it is, extraordinarily well. I think the real heart of this film, or mm. like well, it, it, they're, they're all good. The sort yeah. of like the 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 four of them, the five of them, that are on this trek, like Robert James um, Collier. Yeah, he's great. Um, most famous from Downton Abbey. Yes. Abbey, yeah, yeah, he? yeah. He he plays um, Hutch, Hutch is his character name, and he's the sort of he's the sort of the most he's the nicest bloke. Yeah, he's really. the most he's together the most guy sort of, as well. He's sort of he's yeah. he's sort of like he's the voice of reason. Um, he's non-judgmental. He's kind of the, the natural like a, leader like of the a group. Venture scout. Yeah, as well. yeah, he's very much like a venture scout. <laughs> <laughs> but I just I it was it was going back to um um comparing it to the descent. Yeah. What's great about the descent is that you kind of while while the characters all have like little stresses and strains that you, they bother to sort of give you. Yeah. There's obviously the central one about the affair and whatnot, but with this it's similar. You kind of you ha- you you really see the way all the characters sort of how they feel about each other and how they all oh, interact. Yeah. I just thought it was yeah, great. Yeah. And I and I and I agree that Personally, when it just suddenly sort of switches after that cabin scene, yeah, I just thought I am loving this. I just really loved it, and I just and I, and, 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 and the look of and joy well, in your face is a wonderful thing that, to behold. <laughs> and as well, the arc that Rafe, um, Rafe's character goes on, and um, without giving away anything, yeah. I just I found, I I just thought his performance in it was really good as well. Yeah. I just I get so excited when I just really enjoy a horror film, and I agree, it's not necessarily the best film ever. And it's not the most original film ever, but it's really, really, really well done. I thought those dream sequences were were fantastic. Yeah, the dream sequences and, um, are really good, and and just the general sort of creepiness. Look, there is and, a lot to and, like and about this. Don't get me wrong. Of the group for me, it's a solid B. I wouldn't go into yeah. the A category or anything, but or the B plus even. But for me, yeah, I, I'm with you. I enjoyed it. Like I say, I had some trouble with the ending. Might be a B minus. Might be maybe it's a B minus mm. actually, but it's still definitely a recommendation from me. Don't get me wrong. Mine is definitely a B plus. I think people should definitely watch it. Mm. I think it is quite as in I didn't find it particularly frightening, but again, I feel like it's it's more it's of a creepy enough. than a frightening at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose you're right. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's great. So we've had three movies we'd recommend this time around. Maybe we should just watch movies about the woods more often. Wait a minute. What's the woodometer on this one? Oh, the I woodometer is, is, is enormous. Uh, that's a ten. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I, mean, look, I mean, you've got to leave some space because it okay. starts in a convenience store. All right, so store. it's a nine then. But, like, they they yeah. are always lost in the woods to the point where they're yeah. constantly arguing about where they are in the woods. And most of it takes place yeah. in the woods. Exactly. So it's like Blair Witch. It's a nine out of ten. But we have to save ten out of ten. Oh, for a movie for that, a starts that starts and finishes in the, in the woods. woods. Not that this is turning into a woods-based podcast. <laughs> Next time, Elms. <laughs> uh, the popular. Um, what was I going to say? What was I going to say? Um, oh yeah, I've just I've remembered the Irish film I was talking about. Oh yeah, where well, it's a British film, but it's set in Ireland. It is called In Fear, which is a really forgettable name. It is. But, yeah, that was my recommendation. Yeah, I know. I never remember what it's called because it's called In Fear. It's a bit like a. Well, I can't remember. Um, Oh, what's that film with the... Oh, Sinister. That's it. Sinister, yeah. I haven't seen In Fear, no. I was thought because there's another Irish movie set in the woods that's awful. I think it's awful anyway. All right. Where loads of sprites come to life and it's all about sort of the evil oh, elves in the woods. And it's just awesome. really no, irritating. Well, uh, it, in Fear isn't, isn't, isn't wood-related, but it's similar to all these films because it's... They're lost in a land they can't seem to get out of. In ways, it's a bit like that fantastic sequence in, um, well, in the in the story of uh, the Children of the Corn, you know, where they keep driving and they keep finding themselves coming back towards yes. the same place. In Fear's got something of that. They're driving in Ireland and they're sort of being haunted by some nasty locals and they just can't seem to get back to the main road. It's really good. Oh, check that out. It's, all, it's, it's got another Downton Abbey connection, actually, because it's got the bad guy in it is played by... <laughs> Uh, Alan Leach, who plays the sort of uh, driver in Downton Abbey. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Did you watch Downton Abbey? Yeah, I did. I watched the first couple of seasons, then did it just got a bit soap opery and I couldn't be bothered anymore. Yeah, me too. I really liked up to the sort of Christmas special and then I stopped watching it. Yeah. yeah. I also saw a few interviews with Julian Fellows and previously I'd sort of loved him because I really, really love um, uh Rob yeah. Orman movie thingy. Yeah. Gossip yeah, Park. Um, um, and then Gossip I saw Park, a couple of interviews yeah. with him and I thought, oh my God, I can't absolutely stand you as a human being. I know. I know exactly what you mean. But the thing is, if he's sort of... Just yeah, insufferable. Yeah, there is something a bit... Yeah. He's the kind of person that just feels like you're about... He's about to tell you about a day he's just had at the golf course. Or, or tell you... You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, oh. just, this is, yeah. He's just, he's just awful. So... Mm. Um, so that's it's like we put me off it in a bizarre sort of way. But, no. yeah, so my, you know, um, yeah, other recommendation, I said it at the top, but I'll say it again. The Hunt for the Wilder People is just wonderful. Watch that. Because you just, okay. you like, I, I, I don't know who you are if you don't think that film is not wonderful. I have um, a record. Well, I've already sort of recommended In Fear. Yeah. Um, so that's just a good film that people should watch. It's genuinely good, but it doesn't have any woods in it. For my woods recommendation, now, one thing I dislike is, you know, every now and then the BBC gets accused of faking something. And I always just shout at the coverage going, it's a TV programme or whatever, just because it yes. annoys me that they're beaten for faking things. But <laughs> there was one story which came out relatively recently that a scene from Human Planet... Human Planet was a documentary series from a few years ago. Yeah. And the BBC admitted recently, well, they admitted last year that there was this, they had this entire episode built around this incredible looking uh, tribe in the jungle who oh, lived in these amazing like, tree houses. Yes, yeah, yeah, I read about this. And that, uh, basically they'd and built I, the tree houses for them and said, why don't you go and live in them? 
it, and exactly and I yeah. can't the thing is I couldn't believe it wasn't getting more coverage because half the time they would just be like oh the BBC have made up something someone wasn't you know and, but, but it's like tiny little things they made this is a whole huge. Yeah, go up a freaking treehouse and I just and I remember watching that episode of Human Planet and being genuinely amazed because I'd never heard of these treehouse yeah. dwelling people and it turns out they didn't even exist so my recommendation is that you'd search treehouse scene human planet and look for some true fake and look at the videos and um you will have some fun yeah all right cool well that's three recommendations for you lovely people to go and watch which should keep you busy until the next podcast but if that doesn't you could try jumping onto itunes and leaving us a review or you yes. can sit down put pen to paper or fingers to keys and message us with something you'd like to see us review. Maybe a movie, maybe a genre. Anything you like to you'd like us to do, we will comply. And what's the next subject we're going to do, dude? Next subject we're going to do is who done it. I love a who done it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. This is why both of us we've done this. We both love Gosford Park. Yes. Because it's one of those. It's a fairly rare thing. People just don't do who done it. Classic who done it. Yeah. Nice segue, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, Wasn't it? So. As I exhorted you to, get in touch. Twitter, we watch anything. Gmail, we watch anything at gmail.com. Ping us on either of those. There's an Instagram account too, I think. Anyway, we'll be with you next time with Who Done It's episode 48. And uh, until then, take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. Take care of something you don't, you know, someone you don't know. Just, uh, just be good to each Dude, other. Dude, we are getting ever closer to the big five zero. I know. Don't remind me. Let's have a party. Huh. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. Okay. Bye.